back by popular demand. It's another special guest episode of the Alivecast. Gemma is in the studio. Gem, how are you going? I'm good, thanks, Pat. Very good, very good. Well, as a regular listener, Gemma, how would you describe the Alivecast using an emoji? Definitely the 100 emoji. That's the correct answer, and I swear we didn't pay Gemma at all for that. Um, Anyway, the Alivecast is all about helping you to open your Bible and read it for yourself. So I wonder, Gemma, do you have anything that you like to do that helps you to engage with God's Word in the Bible? I do. My favourite, well, the Bible is my favourite, but one of my favourite things to do while I read the Bible is to sit outside somewhere with a nice view Um, because I think sometimes it's hard to feel engaged when you read the Bible, but if you're somewhere where it's easy to be like, wow, yeah, God made this, um, I think it's easier to feel deeply impacted by His Word. That's an awesome tip. Maybe you could even follow it right now. Could you find somewhere beautiful to sit so that you can deeply engage with God's Word? As Gemma reads for us, John chapter 12, verses 1 to 19. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus lived, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. Here a dinner was given in Jesus' honour. Martha served while Lazarus was among those reclining at the table with him. Then Mary took about a pint of pure nard, an expensive perfume. She poured it on Jesus' feet and wiped his feet with her hair, and the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, who was later to betray him, objected, Why wasn't this perfume sold and the money given to the poor? It was worth a year's wages. He did not say this because he cared about the poor, but because he was a thief. As keeper of the money bag, he used to help himself to what was put into it. Leave her alone, Jesus replied. It was intended that she should save this perfume for the day of my burial. You will always have the poor among you, but you will not always have me. Meanwhile, a large crowd of Jews found out that Jesus was there and came, not only because of him, but also to see Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. So the chief priests made plans to kill Lazarus as well, for on account of him, many of the Jews were going over to Jesus and believing in him. The next day, the great crowd that had come for the festival heard that Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem. They took palm branches and went out to meet him, shouting, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Jesus found a young donkey and sat on it. As it is written, Do not be afraid, daughter Zion. See, your king is coming, seated on a donkey's colt. At first, his disciples did not understand all this. Only after Jesus was glorified did they realize that these things had been written about him and that these things had been done to him. Now the crowd that was with him when he called Lazarus from the tomb and raised him from the dead continued to spread the word. Many people, because they had heard that he had performed this sign, went out to meet him. So the Pharisees said to one another, See, this is getting us nowhere. Look how the whole world has gone after him. I don't know about you, but I'm not sure I'd be too keen to pour perfume on somebody's feet and then wipe them with my hair. To be honest, it seems like a bit of a gross thing to do. And a whole bottle of perfume for one man's feet. 
Judas thinks it's a waste. He says, come on guys, this perfume could have been sold for all the money someone would earn in a year. Shouldn't we have sold the perfume and given the money to the poor? John tells us that in the next verse, Judas's motivations for saying this were selfish. But still, surely giving to the poor is a good thing. Surely Jesus would want to help the poor instead of wasting all the money this perfume could have been sold for on a fancy pedicure. But Mary knew how worthy Jesus was, and because of this, it was a beautiful act of worship and gratitude. This is Jesus who had just raised Mary's brother Lazarus from the dead. It's Jesus who was taught in Mary's house while she sat at his feet and listened to him. It's Jesus who was about to die to pay for Mary's sins. Mary has freely received the life and peace that Jesus gives. So now Mary freely pours precious perfume on Jesus' feet. Mary pours the perfume so generously that John says, the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. It's not a waste. In fact, it's so far from what Jesus deserves. And all the things Jesus has done for Mary, hasn't he done these things for us too? Jesus gives us everything and he doesn't require our thankfulness, but we can give it to him because we truly are thankful. And then in the second section of the passage, Jesus rides into Jerusalem on a donkey. I find it interesting that Jesus makes such a public entry because we're so used to him withdrawing to solitary places or telling people he's healed not to tell anyone else what happened. So why does he draw attention to himself now? Well, the time has nearly come for Jesus to die. He's about to be arrested and have his father's justice and wrath poured out on him. He's going to suffer to give life to those who trust in him. And isn't this something that people really need to know about? For a time, Jesus' miracles didn't need to be seen by everyone. But the time has come for his ultimate miracle, rising to life, defeating death. And he wants people to be saved. So he rides into Jerusalem as the king, fulfilling the prophecy Zechariah gave in the Old Testament. As Jesus rides in, the crowds say, Hosanna, which means save or rescue. Jesus is the savior for Mary, for the crowds, for me and you. So along with the crowds, we can say, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the King of Israel. Thank you, Gemma. That was such a helpful point. Do you have a question we could ponder? I think we could ponder some ways that we could show Jesus how important or worthy we think he is like Mary did. Yeah, and wouldn't it be wonderful if just like the fragrance of Mary's perfume filled that room, that the fragrance of our gratitude and service would fill all of our lives. Awesome. Well, Gemma's going to pray to bring this episode of the Alivecast to an end. Dear Lord, we thank you for Jesus and we praise you that he's worthy. We thank you that he is humble and that he sacrificed himself for us. I pray that you would give us real, true and sincere faith like Mary and that you would always be making us more and more thankful for what Jesus has done for us. Amen. Amen.